Hey, hello there, and welcome to the Heat Army podcast. Um, well, it's what a week it's been. Um, uh, uninspiring uh, to say a little bit. A um, little bit dejecting off the two results. Um, we'll concentrate on Tuesday because that was the closest one to us. It fell to a 3-1 defeat away to Scunthorpe. Uh, we'd love to have you, if you are down there, send us your messages uh, and uh, message into the show. As ever, we'll be putting up the... The away day highlights that are put up by the club um, in the background when we talk about that. Uh, disappointing to go into the lead and uh, say dubious penalty. I haven't watched these highlights yet, so if, I don't know if it's in there. Um, the, the handball that was given against Magni, we'll be talking about that. Also as well, we're going to be joined by Joel Sullyhull Muir's fan, Moore's fan. Get me words out eventually. Um, Easy read. Him, obviously, third top versus third bottom. Big game on Saturday. Get yourselves down. Um, and also, as well, I was at the Gated Foundation uh, Halloween spe- uh, Spooktacular tonight, uh, which was absolutely fantastic. So I'll talk about that a little bit later on. And if you were there as well, send in your messages. I didn't take any photos of the event. It was absolutely rammed. Obviously, you loads of kids say you don't want to be taking pictures of other people's kids and putting them on a podcast but the it, the event was absolutely well done and what i say we uh, give out some high praise later on everyone involved with that so send in your messages please do also like and subscribe as it says below us and we'll get into we've got uh craig hilton he's put uh evening lads how are you i'm starting to feel a bit ropey i've had a afternoon so if you see me falling asleep that's why um, evening lads, how are you doing tonight? Well, I've just said we've got David Tron, evening lads. So if you'd like to do like all of those people, please do send it in. And apologies, but we are going to be able to put up. I said apologies last week that we didn't put up any audio from the last two shows on the wherever you find a normal audio podcast. We will be doing that tonight. We have made room to be able to get the audio in the background of all the StreamYard things. So that's all sort It'll all be back to normal uh, this week. Uh, so you'll be able to listen to everything. Uh, right. So I'm going to play this in the background. He, of course, went down to Granford Park. The He did on Tuesday night. Um, started off fantastically. Um, first half sounded like it was all gated on BBC Radio. Uh, Cumberside. You know, decent commentary. Was listening to that, enjoying the game. Uh, obviously, we capitalised on a little bit of sloppiness at the back. Um, you know, good build-up play from Mary Yusuf. The defender lets Campbell through. We'll see the goals very, very shortly. Um, and from then on, Mickey, it, it felt like we were in control until about three minutes before half time. It sounded very promising. I mean, uh, according to their commentators, we could have been two or three nil up. And I was just thinking to myself, just don't do anything stupid and get in at 1-0 and build from there. And by all accounts, it's a, it's a harsh it's a, a harsh uh, penalty, but the I mean, obviously, hopefully we'll see it on here if Jack caught it in the highlight. But obviously, in the build-up play, they said there was no doubt it was a handball. It was just whether it was in the box or out the box. Uh, it was one of the contentious ones. So, you know, you've got to say when's luck going to be on Gated's side, but you've got to make your own luck as well. Um, you know, we we were dominating the game. We've got to make these chances pay. And uh, Adam Campbell, of course, obviously named this show Adam's goals. You know, top goal scorer this season. He's really putting the shift in. He's stepped up, but not that he needed to but um, you know he's he's got that goal scorer mantle at the minute, and long may it continue. He's been outstanding. Um, whether he's scoring goals or 
just his general play has been outstanding, Adam. Um, in a in a season where there's a lot of flak flying for the players, uh, not necessarily on mine or your front. Um, Adam's been a beacon, really. I think Mags has as well. Yeah. So I mean, uh, I mean, we can touch on when it. Has been... game without a whole back four. Yeah. Basically, no, no bails to sit in front of the defence. Nay, nay, um, nay, Blackett. It's the injuries are caught up with, and I agree with some saying that there needs to be a plan B. Uh, I totally agree with that. Um, I mean, I don't think anyone is uh, thinking that the, anyone's above scrutiny. Um, you know, yeah. of course, results speak for themselves. Them. But it's got to be done in the, the right manner and a little bit of consideration as well. This is a small fan base. We've said it for <laughs> You know, what can be said is echoed here. There's the, the goal from Campbell there, lovely done. Um, but yeah, no, uh, you know, everyone's entitled to opinion and criticism, of course, that's that's football. But when it's a small fan base, and got to remember, we are such small fry in this league, we're punching above our level, we're competing with the likes of Wrexham for players in this league. You know, if you fancy a player, if it's a good player that you think's good, they're gonna have their scouts looking at them as well. Look, what we are doing is phenomenal. We've been unlucky with injuries and you know, I'm not going to call anybody out. There was a few people said it online, you know, even whether it was said in jest or seriousness, calling for the manager's head at this stage is disgusting. Um, when you look at the bigger picture, we are a small club. We are doing things the right way. The club's trying to do what they can with what they've got. And if we didn't have all these injuries, it wouldn't be, I don't think as, as you know, we wouldn't be in the league position we are, you know, I'm not saying we're in the league, but you know, I think just a little bit of consideration and uh, also as well, a little bit of realism. Two wins, you're up the t- you're up the league, and you, you know you're away from the relegation zone. So it's not like you cut ca- were cast adrift. So you know, title to your opinion, send them in now. Tell us if we're wrong, but you know, I just just look, just I guess it. common sense. Yeah, I I agree. There has to be a plan B. Uh, and that's not having to go up make it in the management at all. Um, I think that's up to them to sit down with his management, his coaches and the players and maybe thrash out a few truths amongst each other. Um, whether it's the players doing it themselves, among themselves. Uh, yeah. but we, do, we just can't keep, we keep making the same silly mistakes and we always look vulnerable from corners and free kicks and they've scored from a corner. Uh, I mean, I'll go back to Wogan. I thought Wogan were an excellent side as well. Uh, and I don't know. I just, just injuries for me. But yeah. we, can't, we can't keep making that. But when you've got a budget like we've got. Oh, there we go. Well, you can see from there he was actually outside the box <laughs> when he handled that. Uh, it's a harsh one. It come from hit him from behind. Watch, yeah, not apparently. Well, how the hell is he supposed to? If he's yeah. jump, your arms naturally go. Well, obviously, con- as contentious as it sounds, uh, you can understand the 
the uh, heartache from the from Magni on that one. Um, but obviously, second half they come out with the bit between the teeth. It's going for and uh, you know they they took the chances. Well, and that's so the they scored, scored at the perfect time. I mean, just before half time gives everyone a lift. Yeah, there could have been two or three down, but I mean, well, there you go, perfect corner. Uh, there. Um, we've got messages coming in. Uh, everyone keeps sending them in. Mr. Luke is put hello, uh, gents. Another disappointing display again. Scunthorpe, another tough game on Saturday. Hopefully, we can pick something up. Well, fingers crossed, we can. Johnny Gray has put great night, uh, for the, the kids' Halloween foundation. Do thanks to Steve and the team for the party. Not to mention all the football camps on at the stadium this week. We're going to get a little bit into that. Johnny, if you can send us a message a little bit later on when we talk about that, it'd be fantastic. Thank you. Uh, for joining us tonight uh we've got another message here uh one second just need to keep going and uh pick up point try and pick up points keep the faith yeah we're trying to do but you know uh absolutely spot on lads we're a small club punching above all we at the job the management done has been phenomenal judge them what they're going to do when they've got the first 11 on the pitch and keep the faith look we said at the beginning of the season i don't want to send it a broken record it's gonna be tough, <laughs> gonna be tough. hooker by crook if we survive what an amazing job. Yes, we're getting absolutely battered with injuries, but you know, let's hope it levels out over the season. Let's hope we've had them all now. You know what I mean? Touch wood, fingers crossed. Anything that you do for superstition, say a little prayer to whoever you whoever you uh, believe in. Um, and you know, we might just be all right, but you know, yeah. But there should have been one or uh one one that game, he's saying. You know, this is the thing. But I mean, we've, we've talked about loan players coming in. We've got players trying to step up to the mark. They're not hiding, um, just coming up a little bit short, sadly. Um, but this is why they're here. They're here to learn, and hopefully they can step up. I mean, I can name reel off loads of players that in the first 10 games weren't very good for Gateshead and then went on to become absolute legends. Um, so I'm hoping that's the, you know, Keep them positive. Keep them positive. Let's see how it keeps going like that. But uh, keep sending your messages as well. We'd love to hear from you. Um, if you're at the foundation night, like Johnny Gray, we'd love to hear from Johnny late, a little bit later on. Um, and also, um, were you at the game on Tuesday? Tuesday, if you did go down there, let us know. Where we only talk about what we heard off the radio. You only get so much of a feel for the game. Was it uh, worse or was it accurate of what people's assessment was? Send in them messages. But um, yeah, as I say, but let's try to keep the positives there. Um, I'd say Campbell still pulling the strings in and around there. And there's that man back on the pitch as well, Aaron Martin, linking up with uh, Campbell there. Let's hope we see that from the start on Saturday. Hopefully. Uh, please, God, mate, put him in. Because um, we keep losing the ball. The ball goes up front and we'll. I love the players we've got, but we've got no one to hold it up. Then it just keeps coming back. Yeah, I think it brings that dynamic on and hopefully you get to have people coming around and uh, supporting them in and around the box. Mm-hmm. Mason, I watched Scunthorpe at Shields a few weeks ago and they were absolutely shocking. Well, different game, different time. You know, This is a club that was yeah. trying to get out of the relegation zone. Now that's us uh, this week. So hopefully we can you know, bite down hard, learn from our mistakes and move forward. And that's it's got to be, that's the process, isn't it? You've got to learn from your mistakes and carry it forward. And I'm sure... Did I'm you like, read uh, Mickey Scully's tweets the other night? I didn't know. I, I was a bit 
dejected, and I was like, oh, I'm staying off social media. He come up, he come up with some absolute perler, uh cracking points. Basically, well, with the players that are out injured are being replaced by young lads. Yeah. So the inexperienced. That's probably where the biggest problem is. That's so um, a lot of injuries, players playing out of position because of the injuries. Uh, Mickey Scully come up with some cracking points, and we got what you got to remember is this is Mike Williamson's first foray into management. Yeah, uh, especially at this level, he's learning as well as some of our players who haven't played at this level. Yeah, like I say, there has to be a plan B. We can't just keep making the same bloody mistakes week in, week out. Because fans are getting annoyed by it, Davey. And I'm, I'm not having to go up Mike at all. I, I love Mike Williamson. Well, uh, we've got to be patient. Certainly have it. As I said, Rome wasn't built in the day. We we got to remember, we, I'm not going to say we've been spoiled, but we had an amazing season last year. An yeah. amazing season. As once in a lifetime season as a Gated fan, because I've never known anything like that in over 20-odd years. Uh, evening, gents. Uh, a few disappointing results Tuesday and Saturday. Saturday, it could have been four or five to walk. And I'm hoping Martin starts to hold it up uh, in a big aerial threat. We're speaking to Mickey when leaving the stadium, and uh, he was saying, "Hopefully, we can keep uh, the the positivity." Well, that's yeah, certainly it was. It's nice to speak to you, Sam. By the way, yeah. Um, so yeah, but uh, we're hopefully going to be joined by Jewel very shortly, Solihull Moors fan. Um, I think he runs one of the fanzines. I think it's the bandwagon fanzine. Right. So we'll be speaking to him. So that'd be good to have. So uh, in the meantime, though, please do like and subscribe. The followers have went up. The subscribers have went up, but we can keep doing more. And if you haven't already liked and subscribed, please do. The Heat Army podcast needs your help. No, we don't need money. All we need is you to do one simple thing. It'll take less than a second if you could hit that like button, the subscribe button, and share whatever post that we put up regarding Gator Football Club. It'll go a long way in helping the show build and ultimately helping us push the club to the moon. And as if by magic, we're going to be joined by this beautiful bearded fellow here. Hello there, Joel. How are you doing? I am okay. Thank you. Yeah. Um, sorry if I sound a bit nasal. I've just had COVID. And typically, <laughs> typically I tested negative the day after we were playing yeah. away at, at Maidenhead, which is my closest away game to where I live. So that's the way it Sounds goes. Well. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm you with yourself. <laughs> Um, obviously, third top versus third bottom on Saturday. Um, you must be going into this one full of confidence. Yeah, yeah, I'd I'd say so. Um, it's a shame, really. Um, you know, I was hoping hoping you guys would come up and have a fairly decent season because I work away in the northeast a lot. So I thought if it doesn't coincide with uh, with a trip this season, then then I'll definitely be able to because I've not been to Gateshead actually. There's an away game yet. I thought it would definitely coincide at some point, but it looks like uh, it looks like you've really been struggling, um, and it might not. It might be a sort of uh, one season show this time around. Uh, hopefully not. If we, we've been absolutely pelted with injuries, um, and we had 
the last the last home game we had three players off at half time. Uh, mm. Was that was that the one before? I'm sorry, it's just that many that, injuries. We're, we're losing players. That left was the five that was already in the stand. Yeah. Um, so we, we're we're really we've we've hit a rough patch on injuries considering we barely had any last year. So it's uh, it's just been one of them things. But hopefully we'll get them back and start to play a better brand of football because we're still trying to play uh, our brand. But uh, I think we just need some of them key players back. But um, seeing. Just talking about yourselves, you're up there in third. You've n- not really making the headlines that the big boys are making because of obvious reasons of, of, of the, their reputations, but you're in around there and you're just slowly picking up the points. Yeah, I mean, last season we, we didn't go off to a great start and then just slowly built up momentum through the season. Uh, the style of play really started to come together. It's a bit different this season because we've had a, a year under Neil Lardley as manager now. Um, so he was he was fresh in. At the beginning of the last season so it's, i think it took a little bit of a while to um sort of impose this style of play on the team and get them get them really sort of uh, cohesive in in sort of uh, the way he wanted the game played um but then that really sort of kicked in come come january time especially with uh andy dallas starting to to bag a goal a game or, or so mm-hmm. uh after that point um it really really started to, to sort of hum along and hopefully, hopefully we're doing the same this season. You know, we just go under the radar for a little bit, and, yeah. and uh, then can hit the hit the right run of form at the right time. Let's say because obviously we're good, we know who they are. Notts County and Wrexham that getting all the the headlines at the moment, whether it be for goal scorers or, or famous owners. Um, do you think that's helping you a little bit just to just slide in there and just embed yourselves in behind them? I think it probably means there's a little bit less pressure. I think internally there's obviously pressure. Like uh, you know, we want to do well. Uh, the players are ambitious. They you know, they come to the club, um, yes, because we can pay a little bit of money, but also you know, because they want to do well. They they buy into the projects. They they come because they they know that the club's open for promotion. So yeah, there's there's a little bit of pressure that we know we're trying to. We know that's where we want to be, but there's not the same external pressure of all of the attention that comes with being um you know a chesterfield or a knotts county yeah or sort of uh you know the attention seeking that comes with being wrexham <laughs> it does if it become a bit of a cinderella story really even the solihull was because they're not one of the big boys i'd heard of in non-league football until he's actually got into the national league and you had a couple of seasons of struggle and tim flowers come and then all of a sudden hardly come in and whoosh yeah, that's basically it, to be honest. Um, I think we're probably all still waiting for the moment that it all turns back into a pumpkin. Um, but, um, yeah, we had a lot of investment over the last couple of years. Uh, local uh, businessman, um, Daryl Eels, has, has come in and he's he spent a bit of money in, in terms of infrastructure. Um, I think he, in the, the season before Tim Flowers came in, he'd been interested in buying the club. And I think he was kind of putting a little bit of money on the sly to... To help with that great escape season where we were sort of rooted to the bottom for probably the first half of the season really until until uh being on promotion form for really the second half of that season and then taking that into the next season where we finished second uh but yeah since then there's been a lot of changes a lot of um, development of ground new training grounds more investment in the squad but more investment coming in from from sort of his contacts and people that he's been able to get to uh start backing the club in terms of sponsorship and in terms of 
and of joining the board and that sort of thing. So, you know, hopefully with that, it's, you know, it's, it's going to be sustainable. Uh, How has it translated onto the terraces as the crowds went up uh, in this time? Yeah, yeah. I think they've been steadily building anyway. Um, and obviously being successful on the pitch makes a huge difference. Um, but certainly uh, over the past few seasons, uh, you can see the difference where we, we were never playing in front of that many people, to be honest. Like, I, I started following the club when it, when it was formed in the merger in, in 2007. And back then we were playing in front of maybe 200, mm-hmm. 300 on a good day. Um, and then that got up to about maybe 500 by the time we'd, we'd won the National League North. And then now we've definitely got a, a hardcore who'll be there week in, week out, midweek, you know, guarantees thousand. Um, and then, you know, beyond that for big games, we'll sell out. But it's, I mean, like anything, it's a slight process, isn't it? You've got to get, got to get yeah. that built over time. And I think we've, we've done that in a nice way in that it's a lot of kids who come down, a lot of families. Uh, I think we're one of the clubs with the most um, youth and community sides of pretty much any professional club in, in England at the moment. So it's really That's nice awesome. to have that sort of building it through community outreach sort of thing. Yeah. And we've gone we talked a little bit about gates at night they've had a, their foundation had a big uh halloween party for the local kids as well so it's uh nice to see clubs at our level uh reaching out and doing that extra mile um we've got a message here um from mason he's picked up what you said before we want to ask joel uh who did you support before sully hall were formed so i mean it's an interesting question in that um i think there's still not so much anymore but there's still a little bit of people who were around before the merger, who were still a little bit like, well, I was, I was always Solihull Borough, I was always more green. Um, I had occasionally popped down and watched both of the clubs, not not particularly regularly. Like I'd seen maybe you know two games of each over the course of my entire life up until that point. Um, but I was brought up on Birmingham City actually, um, and it kind of coincided that you know I was uh, I was in my late teens, um, getting towards going to university, um, and the Blues were in the Premier League and it was expensive. So having a, a a new club with a new identity form on my on my doorstep, I could afford to you know pay my fiver and go and watch was was you know godsend really and not really ever look back. Oh, fantastic! That's it. Everyone finds their club somehow, don't they? That's the the main thing. But yeah, um, so we've got to obviously Adi Yusuf used to play for you. Um, so what do what what were your memories of him? Because we haven't seen. Uh, have hit any heights yet we've only seen like cameo appearances really he's um he's an interesting one his his main spell with us uh was great obviously he's, he's got he's got the talent he's a natural goal scorer um he's more of a poacher to be perfectly honest i don't think he's he's going to be the kind of player that creates loads and loads either for himself or others but he's certainly if you've got balls going in and around the box he's, he's someone who's he's got that natural instinct to, to put them away um, and yeah, yeah, I mean, he was he was a good goal scorer for us in his first stint. Then he uh, he got poached by um, by Blackpool. Uh, didn't really. I think he got poached, and the manager got sacked over the summer. Mm-hmm. So then it was like, well, who's this? Who's this non-league lad that we brought in? And he never really got a a, a chance to to make an appearance. There. So he came back on loan. Um, didn't really impress. Obviously, haven't been haven't been getting a lot of match practice. Um, you know, had been in been away from us for a few months and coming back into the side. Um, so it ended is kind of a sort of never go back story. At the end, and it did a bit of a flop for him in the, with the loan spell. But um, yeah, I mean, hopefully, hopefully he can find a bit of form because 
when he when he's on it, he's a really really good goal scorer. Um, and it'd be nice to to see him thrive somewhere else again because I think well, he's had a really really rough patch. Across the Saturday. <laughs> yeah, well, well, it's, it's one of them, isn't it? I mean, you never know when you're facing an ex-player. Yeah, it's typical that you know they're they're going to score or they're going to do something controversial or they're going to get sent off. You know, something will happen. Uh, and uh, do you know how many uh, fans may be travelling up on Saturday? Uh, I don't off the top of my head because um, I think I think there are about a hundred there on um, on on Tuesday. Just gone at, at uh, Maidenhead, which is not bad really for choosing. I mean, it's not a, not a massive away trip mm-hmm. um, in terms of you know, it's just down the M40. Um, but you know things as they are with it, us not having a massive away following most of the time. If we're perfectly honest. Yeah, I think 100, 100 on Tuesday night at Maidenhead is not bad. I don't think it'll be 100 on Saturday. I think the length of the trip will probably put a lot of people off. Won't be cheap. Um, but yeah, let, let's hope that it's a reasonable number and they make some noise and uh, sample yeah. the, the fantastic South Tyneside hospitality. Oh, yes. Well, any good hospitality. <laughs> um, who will be your main dangers on Saturday? Who's the players we've got to look out for? Joe Sabara, 100% Joe Sabara. Um, he's a real, he's a, a tiny, diminutive, quick attacking midfielder um, who's both a, a sort of creator and a finisher. Really, really good technical player. Um, we signed him actually from from Burton Albion and he's got a, a handful of championship and, and League One appearances to his name for them. Um, and I, I mean, it's I don't see why they released him. Like he, He's come in and he's been great for us the whole time he's been here look like he doesn't really belong at this level so he, yeah he'll be a real one to watch then the forwards all, all three of them really whichever whichever one two or three of them start maybe all three kelly evans there uh... what's that sorry it's kelly evans there uh... no it's um uh there's josh kelly there's um andy dallas and there is uh reed and the they're they're all really really talented attacking players. Dallas was great for us last season. Uh, Kelly was great at Maidenhead last season. Is that the one um, I meant? Yeah, 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 yeah. I got yeah, I got that. Um, so yeah, um, lots of goals in the in the team. Um, and then otherwise, uh, Ryan Barnett. He's another midfield player, uh, more of a wing type player. Again, very technically gifted, very creative. Um, so so yeah, I think. Certainly, going forward, those will be the ones to watch. If we're having to do a lot of defending, then it'll be uh, probably Callum Howe who stands out. He's the big uh, sort of um, commanding centre back, club captain. I think we've had him on loan, haven't we, David Callum Howe? I think so, yeah. I think he was on loan with us. Yeah, I think he might actually scored as well on his debut. I think he definitely scored in the FA Cup, I think. Uh, when he was with us, so yeah, there's a name. It's doesn't fall on your ass when you just get. Near someone guns near you, do you? Um, oh, yeah, well, to be honest, um, probably, probably a few players that you, you think are a bit like that. Um, <laughs> if, <laughs> if, if Jamie Osborne's available and play and plays, he's the he's the, the sort of uh, he's the flamboyant one, he, he's the he's the wind up merchant. He loves yeah. uh, he loves to wind up the opposition, he loves to get himself booked by constantly chatting to the ref. Um, you know, he's, he's not um. Not shy to going down easy from time to time as well, uh, but he does get kicked a lot because he's very good. So you know, yeah, kind of swings both ways. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure there'll be probably a, a few times on Saturday that you um, 
you know, venting a few feelings about about players going down. But yeah, well, I'll, I'll, I'll try and be. I'll be complimentary on the commentary about them. Then, if he does. <laughs> Um, have you got any questions for us? Is there anything you'd like to know about Gateshead uh, from your point of view, or anything like that? I mean, I think I'd be um, I'd be a lot more excited and, and interested if I was able to go on Saturday. Um, mm-hmm. I think actually, yeah, that'd be my main question. Like, I've not been able to to get to the international stadium uh, yet at all. You know, we've played in the same division quite a few times. Um, yeah, I think I've just always narrowly missed out for one reason or another. Um, so yeah, what, what's I mean? What's it like playing at a ground like that? What's the atmosphere like on a match day? How does it work in terms of you know if, how's the stadium if used? You've got, a, you've got a good crowd in. If you've got close to a thousand in the home end, and you know the singing section gets going, it just feels like any other ground to uh, to me. Obviously, you're not as close. Um, I'm used to that though. Um, you know, you get a good view of the ground, good view of the pitch. You're a little bit back from it, but. Um, it's it's our home. I'm used to it. Um, I can imagine from from your own perspective, if you're close to the the pitch at your, at your home ground, it will be a little bit alien coming. But for me, I, it is where it is, and I, I I don't mind it at all. But uh, Mickey, what's your thoughts? As someone who sat there for over I was it 36 years now, so it's just the same for me. Uh, if we've got at the back of the West Ham, we've got a, a wire that's hung up where the lads hang the flags. It's nicknamed the clothesline. If they get going, they make one hell of a racket. Uh, but I think when when it's going well, you'll hear one more. They'll try to back them, but once I think it was Woken were winning 2 0, as soon as they got the third, they just died. Yeah. Um, but. For use, I mean, there's no roof on the stand if you yeah, if they put you in the, that stand. The away fans are putting the false stand. Um, there used to be a, like a tarpaulin roof on it, like a you know, taut thing. Um, that came off a few years ago and heavy wind and was never replaced. So, if if it, the, the time to visit Gated Stadium is probably passed now, uh, um, <laughs> I think we've we've you know, we've passed, I think last weekend against Woken was probably the the best it's going to get for a, a long while. Uh, it's a it's a cold stadium because it is on the banks of the Tyne. The wind just howls through. Um, it is the coldest place on earth uh, on a January's evening. So, I, I, any fan that's in the away end, I do not envy them at all. Uh, <laughs> you're open to the elements, put it that way. But well, I will yeah. say, you've got a pub down there. What most yeah. away fans go to called the Schooner. Get yourselves down there. The beer's nice. There's a selection of beers if you, if you, especially if you're in your real ales. There's plenty of real ales down there. So visit the schooner and the pies at Gated are fantastic. They yeah, certainly are. Dixon's pies. We'd, we'd like to get sponsored by them if they'd be. Uh, <laughs> um, but um, <laughs> but just before we let you go, Joel, um, prediction for Saturday. Come on. Uh, last week, uh, the uh, guest got it absolutely spot on, 3 1. So. Uh, I don't want you to get it right unless it's you're saying Gated's going to win, but I'll let you have your stab. I mean, I think I think three one probably sounds about right again. Um, I don't know if we'll keep a clean sheet. I'd like us to. I don't know if we will, um, but yeah, I think I think we'll win. I think, unfortunately, um, unfortunately for you, um, probably yeah. It's it's uh, it doesn't. I can't I can't see us not getting at least you know, a point out of the game at the very worst. Oh. 
Well, let's, uh, we'll have to see where it happens. But was, I hate his optimism. I do, yeah. <laughs> I remember when we had optimism like that last season. Um, as we say to everyone, good luck for us this season, just not on Saturday. Um, it'll be, they say, hopefully, we can get you back on for the reverse fixture as well later in the season. That would be fantastic. And, um, yeah, absolutely. Stay in touch. Um, and actually, maybe maybe next time I am in your neck of the woods, I'll, I'll drop in if you're at home just, just to tick it off. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. That'll be good. Get well soon, mate. And we'll uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you very much, Joel. Thanks, there we go. That was Joel there. Fantastic to have him on uh, from the bandwagon uh, fancy Neff, Solly Hull Moors. So uh, yeah, really good, really, really good. Right. Um, we're gonna play uh, another little advert from our sponsors. Oh, and when we come back, we're gonna talk about what happened earlier this evening in the Gate of Foundation. Well, uh, as mentioned uh, just before that, um, I took the, well, the wife and mate, took the kids to the Gate FC Foundation Halloween party tonight at Bencham Grove. Um, it was absolutely fantastic. It was packed. Um, it was well, well organised. The kids all had a great time. How many times did you go to a kids party and not hear any tears? I didn't hear any. Uh, <laughs> that shows you how good it was. Um, and just a big well done to Steve Thornton to uh, Tracy Wilson and a host of other names that I'm sorry, I don't know the names of who were there doing their part and Ben Clark as well. So a massive pat on the back to all of them. And please do follow the Gates FC Foundation on all of the um, social medias. They're there as well. And we did have a message earlier on from um, Johnny Gray. So if Johnny Gray could send us another message and let us know about his experience there tonight, that would be absolutely amazing. Uh, please do send in because... I think we should really give um, the people their flowers uh, when they deserve it and the praise uh, because we don't, we, we, we see things like this going on with the foundation, but they're doing things all year round behind the scenes. It might not involve or interest you in different parts of the community, like there's Pilates lessons and things like that. There's loads of stuff, so please do follow it and uh, get involved because they're doing amazing things in the community. And tonight was just That's one of those stuff. things. Honestly, do like uh, one of the things that I think they want to start doing is uh, showing people who are not used to living by themselves how to cook, mm -hmm. things like that. Um, sh showing them how to make things from scratch, and I think it's an excellent idea, absolutely brilliant idea. As I say, it was, yeah. football camps that spring up. The coaching camps that they have in the school holidays. Yeah, they're doing a brilliant been, job. I mean, we've seen pictures on social media. I say, if you haven't followed them already, you'll see all the kids out there playing football. It's uh, you know under the banner of Gator Foundation, and it's just amazing. And uh, hopefully, we'll see some of these youngsters and families come along to match days soon. Uh, I know those tickets given out at the uh, party tonight, so hopefully, we'll see some of these people coming along and. Uh, seeing the heat play and uh, we've got two massive games coming up of course Solihull Moors on Saturday uh, third top versus third bottom um, Gator's got to be the best and uh, hopefully we can get something out of it and then the following week FA Cup Magic first round proper against Stevenage uh, so we really, really, 
Did I miss Joel? Yeah, we've got Ch Chesterfield away as well, isn't it? In the middle oh, of that. Yeah, Which, so there we go. Apologies. So if anybody's got any space in the car, there is now. Yeah, so yes, it's uh, yeah, it's a busy, busy week. They're all big games this season, um, and uh, we need your support and get down there. Um, I know we do provide match commentary, but the best place to experience it is at the game, and that is where the lads need you. They need your support. Be the 12th man and uh, help us get through. Um, we've got Sam Pendleton sent another message here. Uh, I agree with Mickey. Too many mistakes are happening. It's a learning process. It's important that we keep faith in making busted. Main aim for me is survival. We play long balls to Campbell and hope we win them. But in the air, but like Mickey said, we need a plan B. We do. Uh, we've got one here. Uh, I've got a ticket for the FA Cup game um, already, Stevenage. We've got a lot of hard yeah, games coming up. Yeah, so it's going to be really good, them games. Um, also, as well, Mickey, the ladies, they're backfiring on all cylinders. Come on, tell her about it. Are you, are you there? Ooh. Did you hear us? Oh, I think we're having trouble with Mickey. Can you hear me, Mickey? You're sticking there, Dave. I don't know. Uh, it's sticking at your end. Um, can you hear me? Well, well I'll put for the signal. Have you? Well, well, then we'll check you out. Um, so, hang on, we've got a message here from Johnny Gray. Uh, I took the three girls along the Halloween party. They had a great time tonight, uh, but the foundation has been great for them all season long. Uh, got them into footy and gated fans for life. That is fantastic. Thank you, Johnny, for sending in your fantastic, message. Yeah. That's that's just one of the, the things that we want to right. hear about. All right, so can you hear us now, Mickey? Are we are we in sync? Yeah. There we've got what's in the, the ladies' game. I think were so. There, were you there on uh, Sunday? Well, I certainly was there on Sunday. I've yeah, gone off this. Oh, we're having a, a little bit of trouble here with Mickey. Are we back? Because I've just yeah, yeah. Off all of a yeah, yeah, we're, we're here. We're here. So tell her, tell her, we can hear you. I'll log off and come back on. Okay, right. So he's going to leave me by myself to look beautiful for all you uh, people there. Um, right, while we're on, a little bit of housekeeping. Please do like up, and subscribe. Um, so I think Mickey's having trouble. Uh, so I'll kick him off there, let him tune back in. Um, so we'll see what happens there. But yeah, please do like and subscribe. It really does help the channel. And that's what we want to do. Uh, we are providing full match commentary on uh saturday please do join us if you're unable to get to the game uh, or if you're ill god you know there's a lot of covid uh, back about even though it's not in the uh in the headlines like it was so we're waiting for mickey to come back he's just disappeared um but yeah uh, if you listen from abroad please do let us know where you listen from and join in but please like and subscribe and like this video as well please do that because that will help us just it's just a little thing we're, we're not after money or anything just hit the like button and share subscribe and help us reach more people because that's what we want to do and get in amongst it. Um, we've got a message here from Sam Pendleton. Fair play to Dan Ward goal. Uh, uh, goal from him. Ollie's pass was De Bruyne would have been proud of. It was, it was a good pass through actually that Dan Ward. And uh, yeah, so Mickey, is he back? Hello. Hello. Yeah, he's back. There we go. So you, you haven't missed you haven't missed much, Mickey. I called you every every word under the sun. But uh, go on, tell me about the ladies' game. It's no, I'm not used to. 
the other ladies up uh, on Sunday down at Hartlepool's women, um, absolutely phenomenal. Uh, I know this is big words to say, but I think that is our most complete performance since the the, the girls actually were formed. They were absolutely phenomenal. Um, they, come, they come from behind as well, didn't they? Yeah, they were 1-0 well, down and it was totally against the run of play when Hartlepool scored. Uh, Carly was very unlucky. not to, She saved it and it comes straight back to the centre forward who's tapped in. We scored and equalised exactly the same through Jess and then uh, Jess has went through late about 10 minutes ago and won it. But every one of them, I mean, I know they work the socks off every week. But even the lasses that the lasses that come on off the bench, they con they contributed to the performance as well. Um, Charlotte and Sophie in midfield. I mean, I gave Charlotte man of the match, but Sophie was very close. Charlotte and Sophie in midfield they were absolutely fantastic. Um, <laughs> A little bit just before you carry on there, we've got a message from John Gray. Good to see some of the ladies uh, helping out Ben Clark today at the footy camp. That's good. Fantastic to That's hear excellent. that. Like, being involved in That's all that. Really, really nice girls among them as well. I mean, we don't have a player of the month as such for the lasses. I think we should probably start doing it. Um, there'll be a lot of contenders. But I, I've got to, I've got to give it a special mention one of the players that's really, really started well is young Dion. Mm -hmm. uh, I think she's been outstanding for most of the seasons she's played. Jess as well. Sophie. Is it, I could name her. I could go through the names, but if there was a player of the month for the lasses, I would give it to Dion. She's been no, absolutely well, brilliant. That's this we'll give it, we'll, the Heat Army season. Podcast Ladies Player of the Month goes to Dion from Mickey. Uh, no, that's great. And uh, Dion, lovely girl. We've had her on the show many times and hopefully we can get her on going forward in the future. The ladies do train on a first on a Tuesday, uh, Thursday night, so we're struggling to get... We're going to try and get something sorted. Uh, but we've got uh, Sam Pendleton. But hopefully we can get highlights of the ladies' games and interviews with the managers if possible. Yeah, it depends if they can get a volunteer uh, to go down to cover the games. That's that. that this is the thing. Uh, Sam, are you are you available? Get yourself down, Sam. Get your name down. Um, so I know he's a very talented buddy and journalist. I mean, Sam. Carl was by himself on Saturday. Hugo was on holiday. <laughs> and uh, he's he's kept man rusty was at uh, the new White Hart Lane. So well, <laughs> he's our vice Todd. Well, he got the job done, didn't he? He got the three points all by himself. He doesn't need them, he'll do it by himself all the time. And we've got the best linesman as well in Kieran. Oh, well, there you go. See, it's all, all coming together for the ladies. Um, right, we've got predictions. If you'd like to send them in, I know um, Liv Walden, she's put 2-1, uh, is my prediction for Saturday. So if you'd like to send in your predictions, please do send them in and uh, we'll put them up on screen. I see we'll probably end a little bit earlier at eight. Um, so get them in now, send them, and uh, let's see, it's, uh, yeah, that's the way it is. And just as we're going to say, I could have brought the fixtures up if I had a thought about this beforehand. I'll just show you my bald spot. Um, so obviously we've got Sully Hull Moors. Then we have um, the game with uh, Chesterfield on the third, isn't it? Is it second or third? First. 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 There we go. We got there in the end. And then, yeah, so uh, it is going to be a tough game. I'd love to go back down to Chesterfield and cover that one. I covered a game there a couple of seasons ago. It was... Quite if you're great. driving down there is now because Trina's looking for a spot to go. <laughs> Trina wants to go. 
does she? Oh, well, we might have to have a look. Um, we've got right predictions are flying in now. We've got uh, one nil if we are lucky, one all says Sam Pendleton. And uh, who do the ladies play next, Mickey? Do you know? Uh, Norton and Stockton on Sunday at home, two o'clock kickoff. And there we go. So, Sam, do you want to get down there and cover it? Um, then we have uh. Can I ask, uh, what date do we enter the FA Trophy? I do believe it is in January. Um, and it is, one second, I've seen... No, it isn't, December. December 17th is the third round of the FA Trophy where we enter. So it will be uh, before Christmas Well, on that one. So, yeah, not too long away. Let's see, we'll see if any local teams get through to make it that little bit more exciting in the early rounds where we enter. Uh, as I say, the competition's in full swing at the moment. It's, I think it's the first round proper has just been last weekend, hasn't it? Or is it coming this weekend? One of the, one of the two. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, uh-huh. it's, it's, it's all good. doesn't really take serious, does it? Well, we'll see what happens this year on that. So hopefully, uh, we you know we get a good cup run. Hopefully, we can continue in the FA Cup as well. Get some coffers into the club. Get to get a big tie. That's what we want. We want Manu at home or Newcastle at home and give them a give them a beating. Um, you can just see it now. Aaron Martin overhead kick hat trick. Oh, seventy-five thousand. Oh, nice, nice. All of them heat All of them heat fans as well. <laughs> Um, right, I would say I still send, send a message in. We've got here, uh, oh, I did have a message here. We've got, oh, we're going for a big one here 4 2, but it could be the other way. Thanks for the optimism. Um, first round is on Dunstan are playing high flying Colville Town, who upset Notts County. Yeah, they've got a, a big tie there. That's right. Yeah, I see. Uh, so, um, and also as well, it was a good article today with uh, Mark Crovers with Dunstan forward. Uh, Fowler, Michael Fowler, who's want to get back into the full-time games. Aye. Keep an eye out for that name. Um, I think we can give Stevenage a good game. We gave Charlton a real uh, game last season. We should have won. Well, should have, would have, could have, but at least we, we give a good account of ourselves. It was a good, it was a good night, That's that. That's it. Uh, Stevenage is one of them... They were a bogey side for years. Yeah, they were always horrible to play. Never, they never played good football. It was always a stagnated game, and they'd pop up with a winner uh, over the years. I always felt that was the way. Stiff breeze wouldn't make them dive, over. Yeah. Uh, it's just, then Kitty used to be the same years ago as well. They were one of them sides. Always used to go down, but we'll see what happens. You know, I don't mind them. I don't mind them diving when we're four nil up. Um, they can dive all they want, but uh, yeah. But on that note, we're going to uh, have to really, really pull it out the bag to get And our lads are capable. We certainly uh, are. Yeah, we showed it against the big boys this year. We've played good football against Wrexham and against Notts County. You know, we're not. You know, we're not just going to lump it long ball. We're going to try and play. Um, we've got Stevenage lost 3 2 Northampton on Saturday. Well, let's hope it's the start of the decline before they come to the uh, up the international stadium. Well, on that note, we see if you go scan past, I did. I floated through. <laughs> on that note, let's hope we can uh, get a good result at the weekend. And if not, we'll push on to Chesterfield and it starts again. 
uh, keep the faith, uh, you know, have your say, just do it in the right way. Everybody, let's not, it's not the end of the world if we lose on Saturday, but it's never nice, I know, I know. It's, yeah, we can all get upset. I wasn't happy about getting beat off Scunthorpe, even though Scunthorpe just jumped through the league. Yeah. You know, I thought, we can at least get a point here. Yeah, it's disappointing. Well, there's no need to go on the way someone did, but don't mind yeah. Well, look, passion's right. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. That's the whole point look, of football, to be fair. We're all guilty of it. It's easier for us to say we're, we're old men now. We've got more. We're not as we're not as hot-headed, as hot-blooded as we used to be, Mickey. Speak for yourself. Oh, Mickey's still, <laughs> still very potent. I've had the snips. <laughs> that's why I'm nice and calm. Right, on that note, snip, snip, snip. Uh, right. Well, uh, <laughs> Just too much information, you know what I mean? But uh, had to be said, calmed us right down. I used to be like a Jack Russell. On that note, see you later.